Hey, Manifester. I'm Jacqueline Johnston, the creator of Manifest It and the author of the best-selling books, Don't Feel Stuck. Do you want to know how to manifest, manifest faster? Join us because we're about to tell you just how we like to do it. Hey, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on the Manifested podcast. How are you doing today? I am great, Jacqueline. It's so exciting to be here and chat to you. You hail from Australia and I live in the United States and we connected a few months ago because I needed help with updating and upgrading my website. And I came across your profile because I actually typed in the search on Instagram website design or website designer, one of those. And your name came up and I just really loved your entire page because I love the color blue. Also, it just, it looks so professional and it was exactly what I was needing for my own website needs. And so you have a company that you started, Shannon Bain Digital. How did you get to this point in time of having a successful business? Because you have a lot of clients and you keep pumping them out. And I just want to know, like, What's your mission and who is it for and how you got here? Yeah. So firstly, Instagram is such an amazing platform to like connect you with your ideal clients. Just the fact of you just typing in, you know, exactly what you're looking for and for my profile to come up, you know, between however many other profiles have website designer in their bio, but then you being actually attracted to my profile because of the content that I have out there and then us connecting and then building this relationship, you know, me creating a website for you and also on a personal basis as well. You know, I love building relationships with my clients also, but um, it's just amazing to, yeah, attract the right people. And I think Instagram's incredible for that, firstly. So I started my business in April last year. I started it obviously in like the peak of the pandemic, which wasn't such an uncommon thing now that I realize how many other people actually started businesses at that time too. But I thought it was kind of unique at that point, you know, go out and start a business while the world's kind of shutting down. But the fact was that so many businesses were needing to actually pivot their whole like strategy to focus more online at that point. And it was a matter of me kind of just realizing that I had the skills and the ability to actually help them do that. So at that point, I identified that there was a problem and I also identified that I could solve that problem as well. And I just kind of took the opportunity like when it happened to come about, even though like leading up to that point, I had wanted to start my own business for such a long time, like I wanted to work online. I wanted to be able to have independence and feel like I was making a difference and that I was doing the work that I loved. But I just didn't know how I could actually add value to people. And I was kind of like afraid to actually take that step into 
starting something for real. And I was working full-time up until that point. I think it was also a matter of me just, I guess, not really being afraid, but also not prioritizing the time to actually discover more of like what I was good at, what I liked and what people needed. But it was when I realized what people needed and what I liked and, you know, how I could help them all kind of rolled into one that I was able to then start Shannon Bain Digital. And like, I didn't think about it too much. I was just like, all right, this is what I'm doing. And I just went with it. Like my whole mission around Shannon Bain Digital, like I'm a website designer, marketing consultant, and now the business has actually grown into more of an agency, also like helping service-based businesses with their digital marketing um, strategies and actually implementation of those strategies also. But I basically help service providers like elevate their online presence so they can get more clients easier And yeah, my mission is to really just help those business owners grow their businesses by kind of, I guess, filling those gaps in what their weaknesses are, helping them reach more people. And as a result of that and us working together, they can then impact more people. And so many of the business owners that I work with, you know, being service providers, they love what they do. They love working with clients and they're really, really good at that. But in terms of like the marketing strategy and the sales and being able to expand their reach and elevate their online presence, that's not their zone of genius. So me kind of coming in and actually helping them to elevate their business, elevate their brand in turn, helps them impact more people, get more clients. And I'm indirectly helping the people that they're helping in a way. That's kind of what my mission is. But yeah, like so many of my clients are just so talented, but just because you're talented in what you do as a service provider doesn't mean that people will actually be able to find you. So there's sometimes that disconnect between an amazing service and yeah, people actually being able to get to know who you are, what you do and why they should work with you basically. Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying because there's only so many hours in a day We want to master everything when it comes to owning our business, but we always need help. I mean, we can try and do everything ourselves. And believe me, I've tried that. We do need help. And I look at you as someone who gave me the framework that I needed in order to propel my company forward because I, you know, 2020 was a bad year for everybody. And I had some bad luck with various things. And I won't bore you guys with that right now. I've talked about it a little bit in previous like posts on in social media and previous podcasts. I was des- desperately looking for some help about my website just right off the bat when I started talking to you, when we set up our meeting you just have this wonderful energy about you where you're just calm, you're collected, you're knowledgeable, you're efficient, you're creative. Like your website design um, of mine is so pretty. I love it so much. I love it, love it, love it. I cannot even, and she's not paying me to say this. I really (laughs) do love it. (laughs) And I honestly, like everything I dreamed that in my mind that I wanted my website to look like, you brought it to life. And I just cannot thank you so much enough because I've had yeah, bad luck with website designers in the past and just bad luck in general with uh, digital things. And so you are definitely worth every single penny 
you are so talented and so smart. And I just thank my lucky stars that I came across your page on Instagram. But I know that was a strategy for you when I typed in website design. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I know that you're so knowledgeable in this area. You do own your own business and we don't become successful overnight. What are some mistakes you had in the past that you've learned from? Yeah. Oh my God. Like I've literally made so many mistakes, but I think it's just like, like, I don't really see them, I guess, as mistakes. They're like lessons that I have had to learn along the way. One of the biggest, like, I guess, mistakes or lessons that I've had to learn from is spreading myself too thin. And I think this is like really, really important for people to remember is like, you can't try and focus on too many things at one time. Like it just doesn't work. Even though like in the beginning, I think it is important to try different things because I don't think you can really find what you're good at or what you love doing until you actually experience it. But yeah, like one of the biggest mistakes was definitely just trying to take on too many different types of like work within my business to the point where I wasn't doing anything bad, but I wasn't doing as well as I could at the things that I was really good at because my focus was being pulled in different directions. So yeah, I love website design, like because I love like just hearing your kind of feedback just then, especially about like seeing the projects come to life. I love that and just how it impacts businesses. Yeah, there was a point where I was doing websites and then I was doing like I do still do a few different things at the moment but I've still I've kind of niched down a little bit more but I was doing more odd jobs here and there which wasn't as efficient so yeah that was definitely a lesson I had to learn and yeah another mistake would also be taking on clients that just like weren't a good fit for me and I love all of my clients. Like I have been really, really lucky, but there were like a couple of experiences where, you know, they just weren't the right people for me. They weren't aligned with, I guess, our values, um, my values, and I guess the way that we work. There was no like, there wasn't anything too negative or anything. There wasn't anything that happened where, you know, it was that anything really bad happened, but it was more a fact of like, oh, I know that I probably aren't super aligned with this person. Should I work with them? Well, yeah, I want to take them on. So I'll I'll take them on as a client and they, you know, didn't work out. wasn't a very positive type of experience. Yeah. Again, that's just a lesson. I think you really have to listen to intuition when you're a service provider and yeah, not take on the wrong wrong type of clients because at the end of the day, you're not going to give them the experience that well, they're not going to be a good fit for you. So you're not going to be able to provide the results that they really need because it's a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting that you bring it up because we hear that time and time again, just out in the social media world of people who own their businesses. They're the coaches out there. They're always telling people don't settle, don't take on clients that you're not aligned with. And it's like, you hear it over and over again. And you're like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 But I need money. So how did, how did you go from, because 
literally, I'm surprised you said you started your business last year because I, I feel like every two weeks I see a new post from you and you're like, all right, client launched website up. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like she just like flows with clients. And, <laughs> and I'm thinking like, does she have some kind of pixie dust that I need to be aware of and buy some inventory <laughs> of? Because I mean, I'm not a coach in the sense of, I, of books, you know, you, you buy my books yeah. and listen to my podcast. I just mean like, the clients are just, I mean, literally they're just rolling in. And so to hear you say, I've learned not to take on people who are not aligned with what I do and what I represent, but we all go from zero to whatever our monetary goals are. And it takes a little bit of time. And sometimes it's, it's quicker than others. How did you keep yourself motivated when you were trying to follow your own advice about taking on certain clients? Yeah, that's a good question. So like, I guess it hasn't been that I've had to say no to a lot of people. It's just that I've had a couple of experiences where I just have known that they're not a good fit from the beginning. And then it's kind of like, it's just turned into something that, I knew that it would turn into your intuition, my intuition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally under, I totally resonate with what you're saying in terms of like, yeah, you, you want to make money in your business. You want to take on clients, but I guess it's also, yeah, it's, it, it is a hard one. It is hard, but I haven't, I guess it's more so I also have a bit afraid to say like, oh, that's, that's not really my, zone of genius, I'm probably not a good fit for you, but I know someone that can do that rather than, ha- do you know what I mean? More, more so like that. Yeah. Like I guess, well, so I guess I've been really, really lucky in that I use an attraction-based marketing method for my own business. So I have a strategy in place where I attract the right people. And that's how I've been able to really um, build up a consistent flow of clients coming into me but also I've got like a a strategy in place for what happens before and after a client purchases with me and works with me also so I've mapped out this whole client experience for them so I know that I'm managing that side of things and that I have been able to be consistent because of that so because I use that type of method I guess I'm not getting a lot of people in that aren't the right fit in the first place because there's a strategy in place for people to kind of pre-qualify whether they are the right person for me before they inquire, if that makes sense. Yeah. You use a funneling method in a way that you don't think about just the one-time purchase. You're thinking about maintaining them after the one-time purchase and creating a long-term relationship with the client. So that way, (laughs) one, not only do you make more profits, two, if they're happy, they're going to tell their friends about it. Three, repeat, repeat, repeat. Everyone, you know, benefits from it. And I like that you're explaining it this way because when I first started my business, Manifest It, I was always, you know, hearing how to get people. For example, you created my website, totally love it. And now you do monthly maintenance on it. So that's extra income for you. 
And it's added value for me because let's face it, I don't know a lot about (laughs) technology when it comes to websites and surely I have made a lot of mistakes. And she's also helping me to correct some in the moment. So that's great. (laughs) And I think a lot of people, like people focus a lot within like marketing and business on like generating leads and making sales. And in reality, they're obviously they are important that's what makes you money but what's more important is how you're actually attracting clients so how you're actually positioning yourself in a market to make sure that you are having the right people come to you because it's not about quantity it's really about quality because if you have a ton of the wrong type of people coming to you firstly your conversion rates into sale is going to be lower Um, and secondly you're just going to have a really bad time and then that whole like customer experience and retention phase how you're actually serving your customers and building those long-term relationships is also what I believe to be the most important part of marketing itself even though it's more of the act what happens after the purchase because like you said what's going to happen is they're going to refer their friends they're going to you know, we're on a podcast right now and we're talking talking about my business. You know, you're going to have these opportunities that come up because of the way that your people are experiencing your business from whether they're a client or whether they're not. That's good. I think that's very smart, especially for you to pick that up so early on in your business. When I look at how saturated the information is out there, it's always about getting the sale, getting the client, getting the sale. But people don't really talk about retaining, continuing that relationship. And so I think that is an advantage that you have when it comes to your intelligence because you figured this out very quickly. I know that you're someone who just zeroes in on what it is that you have a passion for and to listen to you talk about how you make all the pieces come together. I like to call it like oiling the machine. You got to keep it running. And so, yeah, yeah, I don't know anything about websites, but the fact that you know so much about it, but yet you also know strategy and you know how to market yourself and you know how to have the retention with customers, with your strategy, like what are some of the biggest moments that you're proud of so far? Honestly, like the biggest, the proudest moment would have to be just like solidifying the fact that I was starting my business. So right in the beginning, when I made that decision, like this is what I'm doing. And I told my boss, like I told, I started to actually, the proudest moment would have to be, yeah, when I was starting, but when I started to tell people, Cause that was when it was like, all right, this is real now. This is, I'm doing it. It wasn't just something I was thinking about, which is, you know, I'd been thinking about wanting to do it for so, so long, but then I'd never really, you know, gone out and told anyone, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And then not follow through with it. I would just keep it to myself and it was never real. And, and then nothing actually came of it either because I wasn't putting that out there and I didn't have, you know, the consequences of, well, I, you know, if I fail, like I have, I have to do this now because I, I don't want to let anyone down or think them to think that I didn't follow through with my word because my, my word is everything to me. It's really, really important. What I say is what I mean. So yeah, just really just starting actually a really surreal moment or a surreal like couple of months actually, because there was, yeah, so much momentum re- leading up to that point and so much desire behind it. So it was, yeah, a really proud moment when I actually launched my business. 
And what keeps you motivated? Because we all go through ups and downs in our business and running a business is very expensive. So what Mm -hmm. keeps you motivated? What keeps you aligned? How do you deal with challenges that you know could possibly come along or even just challenges that you've already faced? Like, How do you keep yourself aligned and motivated? When it comes to like challenges or like being worried about what might happen in the future, um, I don't let fear like overrun me in any area of my life. Like, like I'm not going to go skydiving or bungee jumping or anything, but more like fears or like limiting beliefs that I put on myself of like, or what if this happens? What what if they? What will they think of me? Or um, those type of things. I, I don't let those things consume me. I just let my thoughts come through and I let them go. That's kind of my strategy around that. But yeah, in terms of, I guess, challenging other challenges or to stay motivated, it really just comes back to my mission, which I have good intentions of what I want to achieve. Like, yes, you have a business to make money, but you need to have a purpose behind it. You need to have a like a higher purpose and something that drives you. And then once you have that, which for me, it's, you know, helping my clients impact more people and grow their businesses. And just the joy that I get from seeing my clients succeed is just like, like, I honestly can't even explain how happy it makes me when someone like one of my clients shares or like what you just said, you know, about how you, how much you love your website or any client that shares a win that they've had in their business that has been affected by the work that they've done with me. Like that makes me so proud and happy. Um, and that really is my mission to see them succeed also. So yeah, I think it's important just to have that driving force behind you and a purpose for your actual business and why you do the things that you do, because that will keep you motivated. That's really good answer. And you say you don't focus on fear, which is something that I always like to tell people in my audience. (laughs) And we all go through them. And we have different ways of talking to ourselves when we do. I call them test runs, even though, you know, they're mistakes, but I call them test runs. I call it a test run because it makes me feel better to, you know, it makes me feel like, oh, I'm not so stupid. I made a mistake. You know, I'm like, oh, it's a test run. I mean, Elon Musk couldn't have launched his rockets without several test runs. So how do you talk to yourself when you've made a test run or fears creeping up and you're like, oh, no, I don't I'm not going to go there. Like, how do you get yourself like mentally get yourself back into alignment? Because manifest it. I'm, I'm all about mindset and the brain. And for me, I literally just change my wording because I know that words are only symbolization. They don't, they're not concrete facts in the universe. Everything is an illusion anyway. How do you do it? Um, yeah. So a couple of things, I always just think, you know, I try and think really, really logically in that it's not as bad. It's like so many things that we think are like the worst thing that could happen. It's not that bad. You know, it's really just how we're responding to it. And yeah, I just try and stay really logical in my thinking of, all right, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Or what's the worst thing that's going to come of this? Or also, how can I fix this? then what are the steps that I need to take to do that? But also just sitting back and taking t- taking emotion out of it and thinking logically. That's kind of what, what my mind 
goes through in those kind of situations but also like this might be a bit bit left field also but just being really mindful of your own mortality as well you know at the end of the day we're only here for this tiny period of time and this mistake that you make this week or this month or this year whether it's like something really well what seems to be really really bad or something minor that is just full of emotion right now isn't going to affect you once you know you're at the end of your life or like you you think back you're not going to remember that and it's not that important and we are like emotional beings you know like we can't fight that sometimes and that's not it's not okay to not feel emotion you know some things are really really hard to deal with and they are emotional I know that we're talking about logic I am a spiritual person and you are too what is something that you could give to the listeners out there who are, they're in their twenties, they're women, they're either starting their business or they already have their business. What is some good advice about keeping the faith? So I think one big thing is like, um, I guess it is more around mindset, which is like, don't overthink things, like just take action and like learn along the way. Cause I think, I think I mentioned this before. It was like, you don't, you don't know what you can do until you experience it. I think also what we were talking about fear, like let go of fear, try and think logically about it. Usually what is what you really, really want is on the other side of fear. That's what my experience has been. Like every time I've faced some type of fear within myself or my life, like that has been when really amazing things happen. It's almost like you go to that next level that you're like, wow, like I, and you look back of, at the things you were afraid of and you like realize that there was nothing to be afraid of at all before it was just your own limiting belief I think that's really really important to um, mention so yeah I guess it's more around mindset I know everyone says that business is like 80% mindset and 20% strategy and I would also always think before I actually started my business oh yeah I kind of believe that but now actually experiencing it I can tell you that it's true And just, yeah, be consistent, do whatever you can to be consistent, serve your clients well, just do what you love. Yeah, because I always tell people that once you figure out what you love, then the money will flow. That's true. And even if you get knocked off your horse a few times, that's normal because energy is constantly shifting and moving around. Nothing stays constant using the word constant really and truly that is how energy in the universe works and so it's totally normal to make the quote test runs or mistakes it's totally normal to have fear and to have panic like I did uh, recently (laughs) and it's totally normal to have several emotions every single day I agree with her. I try my best always to make decisions on logic when it comes to my business. Well, also my personal life, but you know, you have to have some emotion when it comes to some things in your personal life. But for business, I try my best not to incorporate emotion unless it's the emotion of this is my purpose and this is what gets me up every day. And this is yeah, there's a difference between like emotion and like intuition like what your gut feeling of what you know is right you should always follow that but also think logically about things <laughs> yep no matter who you are I mean we can think of anyone who we admire they are a very good example of success 
they also made mistakes along the way and they still make them now, even at the level that they're at. They may not tell you about them, but Mm -hmm. they do. I don't want people to just think that, oh, so-and-so woke up overnight and they got the number one on their book sales, you know, or no, it's literally like you said earlier, consistency, doing this every day because it's your purpose and it makes you feel really good in terms Um, of giving back. Yeah, I think it's really key what you mentioned there. Um, And I'll just chime in and say like, don't compare yourself to anyone just run your own race like do your own thing don't worry about what anyone else is doing or what worked for someone else it's just do what's right for you and and everything will work out if you put your mind to it yeah because I will say the biggest test runs that I've conducted (laughs) uh, were mainly because one I was comparing myself to somebody else or other people And two, because I was so scared about making mistakes and therefore I made fumbles. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, How can people get in touch with you? I mean, what is your Instagram handle? What's your website? And tell them about your podcast. Yeah. So I'm most active on Instagram. So it's at Shannon Bain Digital. You can also check out my website, shannonbaindigital.com. I'm basically Shannon Bain Digital, like on every platform. So just search that anywhere and you'll be able to find me. But yeah, I do have my own podcast. Again, it's just the Shannon Bain Digital podcast, nothing too creative, but I do solo episodes and also interviews. The content's based around uh, systems, mindset and marketing. They're kind of the key things that we chat about on the podcast, either me sharing my insight on those areas or interviewing other experts that can bring value to the podcast as well. So go check that out. Yeah. And she just used another example of consistency by having her handle be pretty much the same throughout her platforms, which is another little tip. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is something that I try to do as well. And I think that has... Uh, I don't want to say shortcut, but I think it has helped speed up the process a little bit over the last couple of years in terms of digital footprint. So I definitely think you should check out her podcast, go on her website. She has great, great tips and obviously I pay her. So I'm really happy client. So, and she did not ask me to interview her. I asked her because I love her. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on here. You are so welcome. Thank you. It's been great. So are you ready to manifest even faster? Go to your country's Amazon website and type in don't feel stuck. Seriously, your soul will thank you. See you next time, manifestors. Like we do it.